Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold. A heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families. I just lost it. He deserved to live. He deserved to grow up and to, to change. You know, he deserved to have a life and to have a graduation and a girlfriend and a kids. Each victim has a unique story in life and in death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for justice. But we still believe that there is information out there. Somebody knows something. Crime stoppers, I may help you. Just one tip could help solve the case. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. Imagine Kansas City in 2008. Sprint Center had been open less than six months. The Power and Light District hadn't even been open that long. The Kansas Jayhawks had just won their sixth Big 12 Men's Championship Tournament. Patrick Mahomes was in middle school. And the Royals were still years away from signing Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakis, and winning another World Series title. A lot has changed since 2008, but one thing hasn't. Police are still looking for the person who stole the life of 17-year-old Jose Macias Jr. The Shawnee Mission North student was hanging out with his cousin in Kansas City, Kansas on March 28, 2008. It was a Friday night. Winter was finally releasing its grip on Kansas City and warmer days were just around the corner. Josie Garcia is Macias' mom. She says her son spent the final moments of his life hanging out with his cousin. He was at his grandparents' house the night that he died and she said that he was there and they were watching TV and then um, she jumped in the shower and he was gone. They had walked up Central Avenue to a gas station um, near Bethany Park that they had got a pop at the convenience store and then they were walking somewhere. As the two reached 13th and Ridge near Prescott Park in Kansas City, Kansas, bullets started flying from a passenger car. Both Jose and his cousin were injured Jose died from his injuries at the hospital. Doctors were able to save the life of his cousin. All of this happened around the same time Jose's mom was getting ready for bed. I'm John Holt, Dominique Ricks, as we continue our coverage of the horrible day. She says she just happened to have the TV on that night when breaking news hit the screen. I was getting ready to go to bed, and as I was getting in the bed, um, I just seen breaking news come on, and I was like, Oh my God, something horrible happened. You know, just something horrible. Never did I think it was gonna be my son. I tried to call him and back then, you know, it was all about peak minutes and off peak minutes and his voicemail says, hey, I can't call you until after nine. I went in and I uh, told his sister to wake up and try to call him because I just thought, 
he's probably not answering mom, you know. So she tried to call him and he wasn't answering. And then I just felt really horrible. I just, I mean, I felt like, I don't know, I didn't feel like I died, but I felt like something did inside of me. Josie says she threw on her clothes and ran to her car. She ended up at the University of Kansas Hospital. But Josie says she wasn't the first person from her family to arrive. I go in there and um, some of his family on his dad's side, we wasn't together, um, were at the hospital already. When I walked in there and seen them, I just was devastated. Nobody had said anything to me. It was a few minutes and I told the lady who I was and what I was trying to figure out. So then the doctor came out and he took me into a room and he said, um, I'm sorry, you know, he was shot and um, we tried everything that we could to save him, but he just didn't make it. And um, I just lost it. Police say they've done everything possible to track down Jose's killer over the years. They just haven't received that one slam dunk piece of evidence. Detective Kevin Bain with Greater Kansas City Crime Stopper says they're trying. There have been tips received uh, through over the years on this particular case, and the detectives have done a lot of work on this particular case, followed leads. Uh, but unfortunately, at this point, it appears that everything has uh, been exhausted and there are no additional leads that they can go on. Police thought they'd hit the jackpot when they discovered the gas station had surveillance cameras. They watched the video, but it didn't give them any leads. At this point, no one seemed to know what may have triggered the shooting. We do know that Jose had just transferred from a North Kansas City school to Shawnee Mission North. His mom says he was an athlete at North Kansas City, but that wasn't his only interest. He liked sports. He loved, um, he was in football at uh, North Kansas City High School. Um, he loved soccer back when he was younger, but then football became his thing. He really loved to be running. That's what he loved. He loved to be running. He did a lot. Um, most recently was, you know, when he was at um, North Kansas City High School, he was part of the Skills Path program, and they were building a house. Um, for they were building I think they were building a house that was had like the USB um, plugs versus the regular plugs now you know when that became available oh he was so funny he just he had the biggest biggest smile um, he would do anything he really would you know Henri yes boys I think boys are Henri and just in general but um, he was a good kid he had a lot of good things going for himself, and um, but he loved his family. He loved his, his sister and his brother. The days that followed Jose's murder nearly killed Josie and the rest of her family. She says his cousin identified him at the hospital, the same cousin who was also injured in the shooting. Josie says she wasn't allowed to see her son's body at the hospital or for days after he was killed. Josie says she just kept hoping it was all a horrible mistake. I planned a funeral for somebody who I certainly hope wasn't my son because I didn't know. And in my heart, I didn't know that it was him. Um, until the night before the wake, we finally got to, to view him. It was worse than losing him. I mean, to, to go days and not have answers.
and not know exactly what was going on. After all this time, Josie and the rest of Jose's family are still living with the pain. The pain of losing Jose so young, and the pain of not knowing who is responsible for his death. Jose's not coming back. And, um, and what you did, it can't be changed. It doesn't change, um, but justice is just a little, just a little bit of something that you can give back to us, to his loved ones. We do love him and we miss him. And, um, you know, you think about him all the time. It's all the time for 11 years now. And we just want justice. We just want justice, that's it. It's time to, it's time to fess up to what you did. I'm not that person. Um, my son was 17. Whoever did this, I don't know how, but people grow up. People grow up and they learn to make better decisions for their lives. I would just hope that that person or the, those persons or that anybody would know, um, have any information to just come forward and to, to give us the only thing that you can give us is justice. Jose's family has also worked closely with police in hopes of solving the mystery of who killed Jose. Detective Kevin Bame says he believes the family's involvement will eventually lead to a killer being arrested. I know the family over the years has been very much involved in this particular case. They've had multiple fundraisers where they've had taco dinners and, and just grassroots type of, of fundraisers to add to the reward. Uh, of course, Crime Stoppers has money involved. The city of Kansas City, Kansas has money involved. We've never stopped in the 11 years, so we continue to hope that uh, the public will come forward and maybe the, the money involved will serve as a motivator, but this is something that you know no, no parent should ever have to deal with. You know, I just commend her for staying with this. I can't imagine, I mean, losing your son like that, and it's been 11 years, uh, and she's just as involved now as she ever has been, and she. You know, she deserves to have this case, although it'll never be forgotten and Jose will never be forgotten, she deserves to have some type of a resolution. At this point, there's only one way that's going to happen. Police say they need your help, the information only you have to help bring Jose's killer to justice. It's as easy as calling the tips hotline at 816-474-TIPS. You can also email the tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send the tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.